Limitless Love for September 28th. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Philippians 4.8 Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Blessed be the Lord God in the heavens. We thank you for our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood that was shed for us. Thank you for your written word, Lord. And thank you for your wonderful water that's available to us, Lord. Thank you. They all are witnesses, Lord. Your word, the wonderful water, and your blood. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's the testimony. And we believe it. We, we receive it. And say amen and in amen. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> Today's teaching is from Limitless Love by Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. Proverbs 33, 7 says that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That means if you're going to live a life of love, you will have to think loving thoughts about people, even those you don't particularly like. But Brother Copeland, I just can't do that. You might say, I know some people who are downright mean. I think they're awful and I can't help not liking them. Yes, you can. We are. We all have 100% control over what we think. We can choose to think unloving negative thoughts about someone or we can choose to think loving positive thoughts about them. God makes it very clear that he expects us to choose to think those things that are loving and good. Frankly, most of us have to retrain our minds in order to do that. We spend years habitually focusing on what's wrong with people instead of what's right with them. Someone might have been kind to us our entire lives, and we hardly give it a thought, but let that person say something ugly just once, and unless we stop ourselves, we'll fuss and fume about that one statement for days weeks and sometimes years. We'll think about that one ugly comment until it overshadows every nice thing that person has ever said or did. Negative thoughts will always come to you. The devil will see to that, but you can refuse to entertain them. You can resist them and replace them with something better. As one minister said, you can't stop the birds from flying over your head, but you can keep them from building a nest in your hair. One way to stop unloving thoughts from getting a grip on your mind is by saying something loving out loud. It's impossible for you to think one thing and say another at the same time. If you want to prove it, start counting from one to ten in your mind and try saying your name at the same time. You can't do it. Your mind has to stop counting and refocus when you stop to say your name. Turn your thoughts in the right direction by saying something about that person that's positive and true. If you can't think of anything else, just remind yourself that person is so precious. Jesus died to save him or her. Say it out loud. Say, my Jesus loves that person and I love them and forgive them too. It actually says, my Jesus loves that person and I love him too. I would go a little further, I would say. 
In the name of Jesus Christ, I love you and I forgive you. I love you and I forgive you. When bad thoughts come to some about someone, or even if they come out subconsciously, you meet a person and you say something that's out of character for you and it came out of your subconscious mind and and you're being you start saying I love you and I forgive you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I love you and I forgive you or pray Psalm 23 for that person the Lord is their shepherd they shall not want the Lord makes them lie down in green pastures and leads them besides the still waters the Lord restores their soul the Lord leads them in paths of righteousness for their namesake. Yes, though they walk through the valley of the shadow of death, they will fear no evil, for you are right beside them. Your rod and your staff, they comfort them. You have prepared a table before them in the presence of their enemies. You have anointed their head with oil. Their cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy and loving kindness shall follow them all the days of their life, and they will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. That's one way to uh, continue to pray Psalm 23 for about 30 days for that person, and you'll pull out that root of bitterness, which is actually an old root from the last person and from the last person before that all the way down to eternity. You'll finally pull it out and it'll never be a problem again. Give it to Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I love you and I forgive you. While we're praying Psalm 23 for someone, it is counted to us as children of the Most High. It's counted to us as good works and righteousness, as an obedience. We get blessed and rewarded for obeying and forgiving and cultivating our own insights, our own feelings, and being responsible for what we need to do. We need to forgive, forgive, and if it doesn't work, you got to dig deeper by saying, I love you and I forgive you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I let go, and you say it a lot of times, and if that doesn't work, then you go to Psalm 23, and you say it for 30 days, write it down, Get on your knees and pray for five minutes for that person daily, and you will not you will pull that that bad root tree out and eliminate hatred out of your life and replace it with love. Amen. Boy, sure had a lot to say about that one, huh? Our next reading is uh, Limitless Love, September 29, by Gloria Copeland. No fish in your bathtub. For I would that you knew what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea. And for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, been knit, knit together in love, and unto all the riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the ministry of God and of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hid all the treasures and wisdom and knowledge. Colossians 2, 1 through 3. Again, for I would that you knew what great conflict I have for you and for them. 
that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mysteries of God and of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Wow, that verse, those verses are loaded and amazing. You know, it's just an understanding that the greatest, what is the, the, the greatest thing in this world? The mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ are whom all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge through love are hidden. That is our primary uh, purpose, to love Jesus and to understand his love, not bickering with someone else and letting it go. Amen. Now, Gloria goes on to say, We may as well be honest. There are some people who are, naturally speaking, practically impossible to love. These are people who will take your expressions of kindness and then throw them right back in your face. They will take offense even when there is no offense to be taken. You say, good morning. You, you look very nice today. They answer, I'm sure that's a surprise to you since I can't afford to buy the kind of clothes you do. Those kind of people will not only trip you up in your love walk, but practically drive you crazy if you deal with them in your own strength. You'll lie awake at night on whacking your brain, trying to come up with ways to successfully reach them, and you'll come up empty-handed every time. <clears throat> Do you know why? Because the answer isn't in your brain. It's in your spirit. That's where the Spirit of the Lord dwells. And the Bible says that in Him are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Sometimes we read all in the Bible differently then we read all in the recipe book. When a recipe says to put all the sugar in the mix, it doesn't mean half the cup, it means all. To spend time searching your brain for the wisdom to walk in love is like fishing in your bathtub. You're not going to catch anything because there's nothing there. To start fishing where all the wisdom is, tune in to your heart by spending time in prayer and worship. Praise the Lord and pray in tongues for a while. When you do that, you'll start tapping into the wisdom of Jesus. The Lord knows all there is to know about loving people. He knows how to love the sweet ones and those who have sorrowed a little. He can give you the grace to let the critical comments roll off you like water off a duck. He can give you the wisdom to know what to say and the heart to keep reaching out to them when no one else will. They may be so tough, they'll never let you know that you touch them. But if you follow the leading of the Spirit in their hearts, they'll know they've been loved. And again, the Lord knows all there is to know about loving people. He knows how to love the sweet ones and those who have sour a little. He can give you the grace to let their critical comments roll off you like water off a duck. He can give you the wisdom to know what to say and the heart to keep reaching out to them when no one else will. They may be so tough, they'll never let you know that you touch them. But if you follow by the leading of the Spirit in their hearts, they'll know they've been loved. Amen and amen. 
Thanking God for harsh people gives us medicine, laughter, joy, peace. Amen. Our next reading for September the 30th is Stay in the Light by Gloria Copeland. 1 John 2, 10 and 11 from New American Standard, it says, The one who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But the one who hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Do you ever feel like you're stumbling around in the dark, trying to find the plan of God for your life? We all felt like that at times. We all had occasions when we couldn't clear discern the direction of the Holy Spirit, and we felt we were group groping in the darkness trying to find the light. When we find ourselves in that situation, one of the first things we need to do is check our love walk. Without even realizing we may have gotten out of love and into disharmony with others, as a result, our spiritual vision has become cloudy. Strife has blinded our eyes. I thought that that only happened to people who hated their brothers, you might say. I certainly don't hate anyone. Not according to the definition of hate, but the Bible definition of hate is much broader than ours usually is. According to the scriptures, if we have anything against our brother, it will hinder the effectiveness of our prayers, Mark 11.25. If we harbor any anger, unforgiveness, or ill will toward anyone, we have left the arena of love and stepped into the arena of hate. I found it often isn't the major things in my dealings with others that trip me. When I encounter big problems with someone, I learn enough to seek the Lord until I'm sure my heart toward them is right. It's the minor irritation that causes me trouble. It's the attitude I have towards the waitress who got my order wrong and didn't seem to care. It's the anger I yield to when I blasted the horn on my car at the guy who carelessly got in my way on the road. It's like sharp tone of voice I use with the telemarketer who interrupted my evening again. When we ignore these little attitudes and offenses, they begin to pile up and obscure the illumination of the Spirit inside us. They grieve the Holy Spirit and choke off the flow of love until we find ourselves with hardly only spiritual power at all. Usually we don't even know how we got in that condition. We just know that when we pray, nothing seems to happen. We cannot sense the leading of God. Don't let yourself slip in that trap. Watch carefully over your heart in the big things and in the small. The moment you catch yourself stepping out of love and into irritation and strife, stop right there and then. Repent. Thank God for the situation. Then wait for marching orders. Take action. Do something kind. Say something uplifting to bless that person. Step out of the darkness and right back into love so God's light can keep shining on you. Amen and amen.